Pastor David Pope and Minister Tamara Pope are with us today, and they will uh, bless us today. First, uh, Lady Tamara will bless us in prayer, followed by the lesson by Pastor David Pope. So um, we welcome them on tonight. We love them. They are no strangers to Freedom Hillside, and what a blessing it is to have them on the line with us tonight. Uh, Lady Tamara, please go ahead and pray. Father, we come to you in the name of Jesus, acknowledging your lordship, and that you rule and reign supreme, that there is none like you in the heavens above and the earth nor beneath the earth. We come declaring that you are great and you are greatly to be praised. We declare that you are Jehovah Gibor. You are our God who is strong and mighty. You are mighty in battle. And we come worshiping you this evening. We worship you, Father, because your word tells us that it's good. It's good for us to give thanks unto you. This is the will of Christ Jesus concerning us, and we come lining up with your word, your will, and plan, purpose for our lives on this evening. We come worshiping you, Father, uh, because you, Father, and you alone are the only wise God, and we look unto you, the author and finisher of our faith, uh, to complete the good work that you have begun within us. We come blessing your name, O God, because you, Father, you have been a mighty good keeper and provider. We worship you, Jehovah Jireh, God, our provider, the one who sees to it, the one who takes care of it, the one who fulfills it and provides for us. We just miss your name and we bless you for supplying all of our need according to your riches and glory by Christ Jesus. We bless you this evening, Father, as we gather to receive your word. We bless your name, Father, for your word, which is quick, powerful, sharper than any two-edged sword that divides asunder bone and the bone, the bone and marrow, soul and spirit. We bless you that it goes deep and it discerns the motives and intents of our hearts. We ask tonight as we receive your word, your life-changing word, Father, that it travels deep, that it cuts, that it opens, that it cleanses, that it purifies, that it convicts and it converts. In the matchless name of Jesus, we pray and we decree that it's done. In Jesus' name, amen. Hallelujah. Amen, amen, and amen. Let the people of God say amen. Freedom Hillside, would you prepare yourselves for the word as our friend, our brother, Pastor David Pope, comes and brings us a rhema word from the Lord. Pastor David, take it away. Well, bless God, we are certainly delighted to be able to share with everybody on tonight. Certainly, we give uh, thanks for uh, Reverend Gail Rice for uh, bringing us to this place and allowing us this space and time uh, to be able to share uh, a word from the Lord. I give thanks to my wife, uh, Pastor Tamara, uh, for opening this session uh, in prayer on tonight. Certainly, we're grateful to everybody who is on the line on tonight, and uh, of course, uh, we thank God for uh, Dr. Smith, uh, who has allowed this time for us to be able to share uh, a word with everybody who's here on tonight. And most of all, I give thanks and praise to our great God, for he is great, and he is greatly to be praised. We understand and know that God does nothing by mistake, 
Nothing takes him by surprise. There's no no such thing as happenstance with him. God knows all, so he knew who would be uh, on this line tonight. He knew that uh, I would receive the call uh, to show up here tonight. And uh, we bless God for being able to answer uh, the call. Now, um, this is a, the season of the the open door, uh, which Dr. Smith has been uh, teaching from that very powerful passage of Scripture, uh, those Scripture references. And we'll just keep in line with uh, the thought that he's been sharing, the open door. You can find these passages in John chapter 10, verse 7 and 9, 2 Corinthians, 2nd chapter, uh, verses 12 through 13, and then, of course, Revelation, the third chapter, verses 7 through 8. Now, I want to extract principles from these scriptures because it talks about an open door. We are in a season of doors being open. We are in that season, uh, and that season is, is this. We have entered into this new year for us in this Western culture began January First, 2024, but as it relates to the Hebraic calendar, excuse me, calendar, that started actually in uh, September of last year, uh, for according to the Hebrew calendar. But here now is the point uh, of this open door. The fact is, and I can get into this a lot more later, but because of the time, I, I really want to get to the principles that we want to extract. But we are certainly in this season of an open door. And I thank God for Dr. Smith's sensitivity to the spirit of God to even be able to begin to open these things for us so that we can understand that there's got to be something said for seasons. In fact, let me just say this to you uh, from a prophetic standpoint. And, and please, don't be alarmed by the word prophetic. The Bible uh, talks about uh, being prophetic. There is a foretelling and a foretelling. For the Bible declares this, that the word of the Lord shall never change. It is the same yesterday, today, and forever. So the Bible in and of itself is a prophetic book. It not only foretells, but it also foretells. God's word is the same today. The same word that worked back then is the same word that's working right now. That's why we can always look at the word of God and see different facets of it, even though it's the same scripture. But here here now is my point, and that is this. We are in a season of transition. Now, if we were there face-to-face, -face, I would tell you to touch your neighbor and say transition. So touch yourself and say transition. Amen. You're a good class. Thank you for your help. Now, we are in a season of transition, but transition demands that there must be transformation. Yes, you need to have transformation prior to transition, and I shared this with some folks the other day, that I had transition in my life, but I had not yet transformed to the place of where I needed to be to be able to properly and maturely handle the transition that the Lord had made for me. 
You see, there's nothing worse than being in a place of where God wants you to be, but mentally you're not able to handle it. Mentally, you're not mature enough to deal with whatever the blessing is that the Lord has given you. So we are in this this season of the open door. And the Bible talks about even the sons of Issachar. Those sons of Issachar, the Bible says that they could discern the times and the seasons. I think that's point number one. You've got to have in this season of the open door, you've got to have increased discernment. Lord, have mercy. You need increased discernment in your life. Discernment for what? You're going to need it because you're going to need to know what am I supposed to be doing in this new season. Not only what am I supposed to be doing, but you're going to need to know and understand who am I supposed to be doing it with and who needs to be in my circle. And can I just tell you, realistically, you've got to know who doesn't need to be in your uh, circle in this season because those who will be around you in this season can either make you or break you. Glory be to God. I am tired of being in the place of, yeah, yeah. well, let me say it like this. You know, eagles soar and chickens, they just hang around on the ground. But when you are an eagle, you never see eagles hanging out with chickens. Glory be to God. So uh, you've got to make sure that you got yourself surrounded by some folks who are not haters, but somebody who will help propel you and even pull you to that next place in God. It's been said oftentimes that if you are the sharpest knife in your drawer, then you need to get another drawer. If you're the smartest person in your group, then you need to move to another group. Not another group of knuckleheads, but you need to be in the group with somebody who can help minister to you, somebody who can speak into you, somebody who can speak life into you, somebody who can pull you up. And, and, and watch this, even somebody who can get down in it with you and lift you up. Up to help you get, yes, God, to help you get to the next place of what God wants you to be. It, discernment is going to be uh, uh, necessary in this season because where God is taking us is better. It's better. It's better. It's better. It's better. I promise you. Where God is taking us is better. Lord, have mercy. Thank you, Bishop Trotter. You should tell yourself what's to come is better than what's been. Glory be to God. That's a good declaration. Everybody, under the sound of my voice, you ought to be able to say this for yourself. I'm tired of what it used to look like. I'm tired of what it has been, and it's got to get better. Glory to God. Get ready for better because better is coming. Get ready for more because more is coming. Get Get ready because God wants to do something astronomical in your life. God wants to do something profound in your life. God wants to take something simple in your life and confound the wise. God wants to take you, yes, glory to God, from the place of where you are to the place of where he wants you to be. And this is what transition is all about. And the word of God declares this, this, this door, this door, this door. We see it through. Out the step, we see it 
throughout the scriptures, period. But we have this door that is made mention of in John chapter number 10. We see it again in 2 Corinthians. It is mentioned throughout God's holy writ. This door, the Bible declares in our text that it is a door that is set before us. Glory be to God. This is a door, watch this, if you can imagine with your sanctified imagination that you're doing what you're doing and you're minding your own business, but all of a sudden God puts in your space a door. Mm. This door is not just any door, but this is a door, glory to God, that God has set before you. Now, if God set, this is why discernment is important, because the enemy can provide counterfeits. You're going to have to know whether or not the door that is set before you is a door that has been set by God or set by the enemy. A door that is set by God represents opportunity. A door that is set by the enemy represents a trap. I just want to pray real quick. Father, in the name of Jesus, in this season, I pray that you will close every door that ain't not for us. I pray now, God, that you would remove every trap out of our way so we don't get tripped up by the trap. We don't want to beat, Lord, have mercy today. So we've got to know what door is set before us. This is a prepared door for a prepared people. Yes, glory be to God. Say that with me. This door is a prepared door for a prepared people. Now, uh, this door, if it's a prepared door for a prepared people, that means you got to get ready. Touch yourself again and tell yourself, get ready. Glory be to God. What am I getting ready for? I'm getting ready for my next miracle. I'm I'm getting ready for my next breakthrough. I'm getting ready for, yeah, I'm getting ready for my next blessing. I'm getting ready for my next deliverance. Yes, glory be to God. I'm getting ready. Glory to God. Because I want what God wants for me, and I don't want anything less than what he has for me. Because if God has it for me, it is for me. Saints of God, there is nothing worse than having an opportunity and not being prepared for it. Glory to God. Somebody, in fact, in the past has said that success is when preparedness and opportunity meet. You, the, the last thing you want to be is in the place of where the Lord has a blessing for you. You don't want to be in the place of where the Lord has a miracle for you. You don't want to be in the place of where the Lord has deliverance and breakthrough for you. And you are not ready for the breakthrough. And you are not ready for the miracle. That means we've got to do some stuff on our side. There's some things that I have to do to get ready if we are going to experience this door, if we are going to have transformation, if we are going to have transition, then I've got to get myself ready. I've I've got to move some stuff out of the way. I've got I've got to do some things to get myself to the place of where God, yeah, when he sees me, yeah, that's the old song the saints used to sing, be patient with me, because God is not through with me yet. When God gets through with me, then I shall come forth as pure gold. And it's God working on me, but guess what, y'all? I got news for you. God's working on you. God's working on me, but we got to do some work on ourselves as well. So what I'm trying to get us to see uh, over in the spirit realm is that God, watch this, not only does he want us to move us, watch, 
from getting ready, here's another transition. I don't want you to just get ready, but I need you to stay ready. Glory be to God. Because if you stay ready, when the time comes, you will be ready. Glory to God. And you won't have to get ready. Yes, Lord, have mercy. I Getting ready is good, but getting ready is only going to last for so long. you got to get to the place of where you stay ready. Lord, help me today. I want to stay ready so that when God shows up, when the Lord provides me with that opportunity, then I then can approach that door. What do doors represent? Doors represent opportunity. Doors represent, watch this, doors represent new portals. Doors, yes, doors represent access. Glory to God. Somebody say access. I think that's point number two. Doors represent access. If there is a door before you, if that door is closed, then it suggests then that there's some additional access that you could have, but you don't have access to it right now. Why? Because the door is closed. Yes. But once the door is open, glory be to God, now you have access to that which is beyond the door. So the, the, the doors represent transition. They represent Access and here, here it is that that doors not only do they represent trans, transition and access, but the the Bible declares in Luke the twelfth chapter the thirty second verse it says that it is the Father's good pleasure to give us the kingdom. In other words, this is something that the Lord wants to do, and I want you to note, take note that in the King James version it says that it's the Father's good pleasure. Lord have mercy, pleasure is already good. You see, but now if it says good pleasure, glory to God, that means that it's double pleasure. Lord, have mercy. This is God's real desire and design. If you ever, and I'm sure you've heard this before, that if you ever see that the Lord is saying something twice in the Bible, you should pay attention to it. And here now in Luke chapter number 12, the Bible declares to us that it is God's good pleasure to give us the kingdom. Lord, have mercy. John 29, I think that is, and 11 says that the Lord says that I know the thoughts that I have toward you, thoughts uh, of perfection uh, and not evil, but thoughts uh, to bring you to an expected end. Glory to God. Here now is a season where you have to raise your level of expectation. Glory to God. You've got to raise your level of expectation. I think I need to say that one more time. You've got to raise your level of expectation because if you don't expect anything, then most certainly you will not receive anything. Somebody said that if you aim at nothing, then you will most assuredly hit it. You've got to have a target in mind. You've got to have a goal in mind. You've got to have an objective in mind. Yes, You've got to get so close to the Lord, and it. And my saying this even presupposes that you know you've got to have some connectivity with the Lord in order to know and understand what God wants to do with you, and what God wants to do to you, and what He wants to do through you. You've got to be connected. You've got to be connected, yes, with the power of the Holy Spirit, but you also got to be connected in prayer. This is a season where you will be able to discern the door on the basis of how much time you spend with the Lord. Glory to God. I just said something to help myself. How many doors have I walked through that I did not adequately seek God's help 
before. Uh, 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 I have walked through some doors. I found myself in some situations where I just said, what? in the world have I gotten myself into if I had been more prayerful, if I had turned up my prayer life, if I had turned up my fasting life, then I would have been in the place of, yeah, not being able to walk through that door because the Lord would have discerned to me that that's not the place that I need to go. I'm running out of time. So let me let me say this. How then do we get to this whole door thing, what, what, uh, how do we get this access? How do we, we, we've got to increase our discernment and all of this good stuff. And the Lord wants to give us the kingdom. But, but one of the things, saints, that we're going to have to do, I've got so much more, but I'm out of time. Listen, uh, one of the things that we're going to have to do before we get to the place of where we can really access that door in this season, we've got to learn how to close doors on the past season. Glory be to God. Ain't no sense of you carrying old luggage into this new place. It is similar to trying to pour new wine into old wineskins. God, yeah, is not interested in pouring new wine into old wineskins. God wants to do something on the inside of you. God wants to do something fresh for you. God wants to do something new in you. He says, behold, I shall do a new thing. This won't be, it might look like it looked before, but this won't be the same thing as you saw the last time. But you've got to learn how to close the door on your past. You're going to have to close the door on some people. You're going to have to close the door on some things. Watch this. And let's not even just blame other people and other stuff for those things that have happened to us. But we've got to look at the man or the woman in the mirror. You've got to learn to close the door on your past. First Peter and seven reminds us of this. It says, Peter says, cast our cares on him because he cares for us. Glory be to God. This is how you close the door. You, 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 you close the door by casting your cares on him. Watch this now. Casting your cares on the Lord presupposes that you have to have it in your hand before you can cast it. Glory to God. You can't throw a ball unless the ball is already in your hand. What does that mean? Thanks of God. If we are going to get to this place of where we can benefit and prosper from these open doors that the Lord is showing us in this new year, we're going to have to deal with it. Glory be to God. Touch yourself one more time and say deal with it. You're going to have to sit with your own mess and realize that it is nobody else's fault but yours. It is nobody else's fault but mine. The devil didn't make me do it. I chose to do it. Your mama didn't make you do it. You chose to do it. It wasn't somebody else's fault. I did what I did. So you got to learn in this season, if you are going to benefit from what God wants for you in the future, you've got to deal with it for yourself. And it all starts with me. It all starts with you. Why then do I trust it? on him. Oh, I'm glad you so asked me. I'm glad you asked me. I can cast it on him because I know he cares for me. I know that God can handle those things that I can't handle. Glory be to God. I hear Crystal Aiken ringing out in my ear, even in my spirit right now. Who is the greatest power? His name is Jesus. Who is the great defender? His name is Jesus. Who is the mighty healer? His name is Jesus. He 
can handle it. Whatever it is that you dealt with in your past, yeah, don't don't bring this over into 2024. Close the door on it. Give it to the Lord. Why? Because he can handle it. The fact of the matter is this, people of God. If you could handle it, it would have been handled already. But the fact is, I can't handle it. I need help with this. I need Holy Ghost help with this. I need the help of the Lord. He can handle it. And for that, I can tell the Lord, thank you, Lord. I bless you and I thank you that I don't have to hold on to those things that were holding me hostage in my past. They're not going to hold me hostage in my present, and they certainly won't hold me hostage in my future. I am not in a place of stuff. Father, in the name of Jesus, I come even right now uh, 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 to, 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 in the spirit realm, remove somebody and pull somebody out of a place of being stuck. We thank you for your word on tonight. We thank you for the fact that we have doors and we have opportunities. But God, I thank you that we're not only getting ready, but we want to stay ready. And I pray now, God, that we deal with ourselves first so that we will be better prepared to handle the blessings that you have for us in this transition, in this new year. We bless your holy name, and I pray now, God, that if anybody has any encumbrance that's hindering them from stepping into this new season, that you will begin to work on their minds and work on their spirits, work on their hearts, so that they'll be able to close the door so that they can walk into a new one, so that they will be able to close out the old season and walk into this new season. We thank you for what you have in store for us, even in advance. In Jesus' mighty name, thank God. Amen.